On this episode, we talk about the dangers of comfort that we don't even realize we have in our lives that hinder someone like a Miles to becoming Spider-Man. So you don't even know what you're limiting yourself from becoming in your life. You don't have to just stop there and just be hit with whatever happened to you, whatever was done to you, whatever was said about you, whomever rejected you. You didn't ask for that. But you can choose to be Spider-Man, meaning you can choose to make something greater out of it. Taking movies, decoding their message, and applying them for personal growth. This is Decrypted Films Podcast. And now your host, speaker communicator, Jag DeWar. Joined by his brothers, filmmaker Max Sainville and music producer Billy Sainville. Today's movie is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, this movie was awesome. One. And two, I wasn't going to watch it at all because um, same me and my wife were talking about it. The poster looked like one of the regular animated movies. I didn't think anything of it. And I still didn't think anything of it when you guys said, yo, you need to watch this. This movie is dope. This movie is cool. Like, it's inspirational. And so when I watched it, I was shocked by the animation, by the innovation, the how innovative the animating was that Sony Animation did. So I anyway, the movie was awesome. What did you guys think of the movie? Took you long enough to see it. <laughs> Not my fault. No, you had the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I was. He left the theater, so that's. Yeah, he that's left true. the theater. What are you talking he about? Left the theater. He had the Oh, to see it in theater. Yo, yo, man, it's about to leave. Actually, it left theater. It came back. You were like, yo. It's, it's going to be in theaters tomorrow. Can you see it? I'm like, it's last minute. I got a kid. I can't just jump and see the movie. But no, nah, that thing was awesome. What y'all think? I thought it was, like you said, it was a great movie. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it kind of, like, I guess you use the right word. It shocked. Like, shocked us. Yeah. How well it was, especially the, the way it was animated and things like that. I really appreciate it yeah I, I liked it um at first i was like all right i'm sitting in here and about to watch this i don't know where it's gonna go first five minutes went by but then i was just hooked um it was fresh yeah very fresh i was surprised by um the mix of emotions they had in there because they had me laughing a lot yeah. and i'm like this is this is really good all right, yeah. so let's jump into like the stuff that we could get from this that really, um, I mean, I have a list of things here that this movie, it was just full of inspirational stuff. And I'm actually excited to talk about it in this podcast and to see what we can get out of it. But I wanted to switch it up. I know I normally start, do one of you guys want to start with a life lesson that in the movie you saw that really hit you and that you wanted to talk about? Um, I saw something that kind of stuck out immediately, and it's when uh, Miles, right? Mm-hmm. That's the name. When he ended up going to, I guess, a more uh, prep educational type of school. Yeah. And he basically 
uh, felt on purpose. Uh, oh, when they had yeah. the, uh, when she wrote down zero over a hundred, when it, he could have basically had a hundred out of a hundred. Oh, you're talking uh, about the test yeah. where he purposely had the uh, true or false answers yeah, 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 completely yeah. wrong. <laughs> so I remember what, what she said was the only way to get the answer wrong is to know what's the answer what 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 are the right answers basically and i was just marinating on that i was like man how many of us in life know the right answers and just doing the right things but we just end up just still doing the wrong things yeah um knowing that deep inside it's wrong um, yeah. But we just like, okay, you know, we do the wrong things to try to fit in or to try to adapt Dang. and be part of of our surroundings that we shouldn't really be a part of. We That's should be true. basically focusing on improving ourselves and doing the right thing so we just could get to another level. But it just was was something that just struck me. It's like, man, this is like us every day um, in all types of ways, you know? So that that was something that immediately got me. Yeah, no, that's definitely right on the money because he's trying to go go back and he's trying to be in his comfort zone. And so basically, like you were saying, how many things do we do that keeps us in our comfort zone? Mm -hmm. Is, you know, doing what we're supposed to do so we can continue to excel in the place that we're in, like for him at the school that he was in. Yeah, I, I, man, that's such a good point. And I like how you brought up the comfort zone thing because I didn't realize that he wanted to go back to what he knew versus, and, and we talked about this, how we, like it's the fight or flight. Like we have in our mind, actually, Max, you were talking about how the mind works where you you feel to do something, but then if you wait too long, your mind starts to kind of tuck you out of it because it's in survival mode. And I feel yeah. like Miles was in survival mode. He didn't know the new school, so he tried to fail himself out uh, and get back to his old school where he was most comfortable. Everything was cool. It's familiar. And I, I feel like at some degree, everyone, we're, we're kind of scared of the unfamiliar. And I know that was a a bigger issue in my life in the past where if I don't know about it and I don't know the ins and outs, I don't want to go after it because I, I I don't know what to expect. But it wasn't until I kind of felt like I did things that I wasn't familiar with and I got hit and I fell and I messed up that I started getting comfortable. It's like, oh, wait, that doesn't really define me. Actually, I'm getting a little closer because I learned from the mess up. So I think Miles, like you said, did not want to stay in something he didn't feel comfortable in or was familiar. And I think I don't realize I don't think people realize how much that affects them when you're just not familiar with something, the hesitation yeah. like, that comes with it. So with that, another point um, I like is that somebody says something in a, in one of the interviews that Miles versus Peter Parker. Peter Parker, when it came to being Spider Man, is like, okay, I'm you know I gotta do this. I'm gonna be Spider Man. But Miles, his approach was a little different. He didn't want to be Spider Man. And one part that hit me, and I'm sure I'm sure you guys this hits you guys too, is when he goes back 
into that subway station to see like what's going on. Like is this fight, this spider that bit me must have been a, a fake spider or something. He goes back and then he ends up getting into a situation where Spider-Man was already there fighting Green Goblin and and he gets into a situation. Spider-Man um, meets him kind of saves him and meets him and he he's saying oh wait you're just like me he, peter parker saying to miles that you're just like me and miles says i don't want to be and then peter parker says i don't think you have a choice mm. and so that part hit me because it was the interaction between the two that one is like i've taken this on the other one is like yo you have something in you and you don't want it and what hit me was that he um he was he didn't want to take the responsibility. He didn't want to take he didn't want to choose something that would be heavy on him like that. And I wanted to know what you guys think about that where the two contrast between the two of one that took it on and another one that I, I don't want to take the responsibility. Have y'all seen that either in your own life or you've seen that in other people's lives where it's like, yo, why are you rejecting this when you got this inside of you? Have mm -hmm. y'all seen examples like that? Before you respond to that, that wasn't even the first time that he was confronted that way. Because his dad also told him in the car before he was going to the school that he didn't have a choice. Mm, that's true. That's what he's, you know, supposed to be. Like only a select few are chosen um, from that school that he was at, and even with the responsibility of being Spider-Man, he, he told him, "Look, you didn't have a choice, and this is something that you kind of basically need to do." So, um, yeah, thinking about it, like what areas in our life, I guess. I like the the choice thing you said because in my mind, Peter Parker says to Miles, "Yo, you don't." You don't have a choice. Like, you have to take this on. But in my mind, I'm kind of going against it. Well, he does have a choice. He could go home. He could chill. He don't have to be a part of any of this. He can chill out. But this is what I like. I feel like Peter Parker wasn't necessarily saying you don't have a choice. He was kind of saying, yo, it's going to eat you up inside. Mm -hmm. It's going to eat you up inside to know that you have this within you, but you're letting life happen. You're letting all these other things happen. Your world is going to end regardless because Kingpin is going to shoot this machine that's going to tear up your whole universe. So no, you don't have a choice if you want to keep the things that you want, if you want to have the things that you desire, your family and all that. So I thought about the fact that one, he had to realize that Peter Parker was trying to craft in his mind, like, listen, this is the things that will happen if you don't. And I feel like as long as we don't know what will happen, if we were to like, yo, I'm going to push myself, I'm going to I'm going to try to go after my dream, I'm going to try to better myself. If we just shut our minds off of that, we'll be like miles and just like, I'll just walk home and go about it. But. I'm thinking about people who decide not to go after something they feel in their heart. Aren't they losing something without even realizing it? Like, aren't they losing things? But as long as you don't know, you're you're fine. And isn't that scary? Yeah, that is scary. Um, and going back to uh, one thing that you said earlier, I, I feel like we all have 
a, a spider man avenue in our lives every single one of them the whole human race and a lot of people don't know that they don't get confronted by someone that would see that light in that person you know so when when i hear you don't have a choice that's because we all have that in us you mm -hmm. know and it's it's our job to help another person be aware of it to bring it out of that person yeah. um whether that person know about it in the you know or, or don't um so it, it's just intriguing to to know the fact that you know we we all have an avenue to walk through mm -hmm. um and we all have you know a path to to gain out of um not having a choice but just exhalating because if we didn't technically we'll just be a tree we'll be a stud we'll be a stick that's just like going through life and then just die yeah you know so yeah you don't have a choice but that would technically be like you're just not moving mm -hmm. you know you're not mm -hmm. being what we're all meant to be in this world so hopefully that i didn't confuse you when i said that because yeah. i feel like i stumbled but that's basically what i felt out of getting that mm. i think what mine was like he didn't want to be part of that process or the responsibility of what he saw that was going on that entailed um the powers that he had yeah i think that was um something that parallels things that we try to want to do or accomplish that we know that we can but it's like some people are don't want to go through the process. Mm. They don't want that huge responsibility, so they they back off or they kind of timid with it and not really um, go after. Yeah, so I think that's where we kind of have the similarities with that situation. Speaking of of that, there was a part. So after the that the Miles universe that he's in. Um, in that dimension, that Peter Parker is pretty much killed. If you didn't see the movie, guys, at this point, you should know we're going to straight up talk about it. Spoiler. Yeah, that Peter Parker is killed in that un that universe, that dimension that he's in. And MJ, Mary Jane, talks at like this big speech, this gathering of all the people who admired Spider-Man and came for like a memorial kind of thing. And she says something that I didn't realize... I watched the movie like three times. Like, this is how good the movie is. The third time I realized that she said this during the speech that it hit me. He was, She was talking about Peter Parker and he said he didn't ask for his powers, but he chose to be Spider-Man. I'm, I'm thinking, wait, hold on. What? Why was he worded that way? He didn't ask for his powers, but he chose to be Spider-Man. And I thought that, oh, snap, that's dope. He didn't ask for what was like given to him, but he chose to, to take it anyway. Take, he accepted take it. That. So kind of talking about Miles too, we can go that route where it's like, Miles, you know, you didn't ask for this, but you choosing to be Spider-Man. But I'm going to take it a different way where I think about with people like Peter Parker didn't ask for his powers, but he chose to be Spider-Man, meaning he didn't ask for his situation or the things that he had, but he chose to do something. So I think about, we don't ask for the circumstance we come into, like we're born into, but we can take something and make something better out of it. Also, even going deeper, none of you out there ask for the things that were done to you to be done to you. Mm. 
but you can still get something greater out of it. You don't have to just stop there and just be hit with whatever happened to you, whatever was done to you, whatever was said about you, whomever rejected you. You didn't ask for that, but you can choose to be Spider-Man, meaning you can choose to make something greater out of it. And I like that because it goes back to the, to the choice thing where it's like, I can take this and use it for something. I can take this and still choose. And I think people get stuck on the part where I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this to happen to me. I didn't ask for this to be said about me. I didn't ask to be taken away from this. I didn't ask to be put into this. I didn't ask to feel this pain. I didn't ask for this loss, but we can still choose to be X. We can still choose to be something greater than what happened to you. And that 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 hits me hard because um, I, I feel like we only get motivated. I, and I posted this on Instagram. Motivations coming from the fact that we know we can have an influence on the outcome. Because if you stay on the fact that you know, I, I didn't ask for this. Well, that's an outside thing that you don't have control over. But if you feel like you can do something that you have control over, okay, I might actually do something about it since I know I have influence. In yeah. That. Yeah. What did y'all think? I mean, I, I absolutely agree and align with all what you just said, because there's times in uh, my life back then when I didn't understand uh, certain circumstances that I was going through where I'm like, why me? You know what I'm saying? I, well, this, this, per it didn't, this person had to go through it. Why do yeah, I have to go same, through it? Yeah. And then uh, eventually I, I, I didn't know how to... Uh, accept that to the point where i could use that for motivation i could use that for drive to x you know to to get to where i am today and even further um so uh, it, it took me a while to understand that and i had to find a way to accept it and you know miles had to do the same way yeah. you know and the way he did it he, he had people around him to help uh guide him through to understanding um what he, the ability he has yeah um, from peter parker you know spider-man to the other superheroes that we ended up meeting down the film you know yeah i had to run into other superheroes around me to let them understand that you know i could use my circumstances or what i've been through that i didn't ask for to mm -hmm better myself and drive you know from things that i read and books that i read and saw stuff online to you know you guys as family you know yeah. embedding certain things in my mind just to help you know me get over whatever i was going through so um yeah i definitely agree and hopefully that will be an example of how people could come out of that and, yeah. and use that as a drive use that as a motivation so you see uh and i just want to add like continuing the same topic we're on so i i another part of the movie that i feel like connects to what we are just talking about is basically how Miles and almost how all of them got their powers. They had a spider that was um, chemically, you know, powered or whatever. I forgot how they said it. And um, they Miles got bit, and that seeped into him, and he got his powers. We kind of expected that. We we just were we were waiting for that, and so that they all kept saying, "I was bitten. I was bitten." And I thought about the fact that we get bitten 
in life, pretty much. And the fact that I take the getting bitten part as either like you get smacked in your face by something that happened, punched in your face, knocked down, um, you get a loss in your life. All those things we were talking about earlier, it's, it can technically be some form of spider biting you. And what I like about it is when the spider, when they showed the spider bit, miles they actually showed what was going on in the inside and something was seeping in and so what what people would look at i love that's why i love the concept of spider-man what would seem to be poison was actually something that enhanced them Mm -hmm. and so my thought is no we don't have enhanced spiders biting us to give us powers but i'm thinking yo can't we choose what the bite means in, in our lives? Can't we choose what it means? Or better yet, can't we take a bite in our life that something bit us? And can't we extract whatever's in there to enhance us rather than just taking it as poison? Because I, I, I honestly feel after watching this movie, either we get hit, we get beat up, it could be poison. Or we say, nah, let me extract what I can out of it to add to what I need to do because it happened. Like you were bit, like you're going to get bit. He got bit. Everyone got bit. People get bit in different ways in their lives. Yo, what can't we just use that venom that's poison and turn it into something to enhance us? And, and, and it excites me because again, I have the choice. I mean, the worst of the worst can happen and I'm not trying to belittle or make small of situations people go through. I'm not trying to do that, but it happens. It happened. And like, what are we going to do? It's, it's either we make it the best of it or the, all, the alternative is we just there and, and done. So I, I love this theme of having the choice in there to make something like he didn't ask for his powers, but Peter Parker decided to be Spider-Man and eventually Miles did as well. Yeah, Miles definitely <clears throat> chose, like you said, he could have stayed uh, and taking it as a poisonous effect and something that was kind of ruining him. Um, like before he made his decision to want to be Spider-Man, you could look at the beginning phases of him running from the school to his apartment, how sloppy it was, <laughs> how worried he was. And yeah. Like that. Um, is that where some of us are? Is just, you know, our thoughts running all over the place and us not really making that decision to make um, the best of ourselves by being the best version of ourselves as Spider-Man or whatever. Um, so like, what and what you know side of the spectrum are we on are we on the sloppy sides mm-hmm. all over the place or are we making that decision to use the bite that affected us to you know be our best i noticed that one thing uh adding to the bite thing um from being you know to be obviously to be your best like you mentioned um in the movie like while he was getting bit he noticed the spider on his hand mm-hmm. and he effortlessly just like whatever yeah that was like discarded (laughs) the bite like it you know it it doesn't really mean anything right now um so i look at that based on what you both said about how this how we all go through bites in life um that will give us the juice we need to be you know even more superior than who we are um sometimes we recognize that we're getting bitten um by a spider but we just don't 
really accept it or acknowledge that and walk away from it mm. you know down the road we eventually understand um what that does to us you know after it goes through our body maybe mm-hmm. consciously i mean uh psychologically or subconsciously or so on and so forth but i was curious what if he didn't react the way by just flinging the spider off of him and what i've noticed and i'm just speaking spontaneously right now would he had if you recognize that bite um would he and notice the little glitch in that spiral that it wasn't really like a spider spider it was a special type of spider Mm -hmm. would he observe the situation a little longer and his surroundings where he would have seen what this area was Mm. um or would he just you know obviously like he did just walk away and keep keep it going so in our lives it's like okay let's say i get bitten by a situation um and it could be a random situation where I sat on a chair. I'm sitting on a chair and I fall down, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, it collapses. Um, I get up and then I walk away. Um, obviously, this is a little different, but mm-hmm. I, I got some some pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, where I don't acknowledge the fact that I'm probably in pain. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Um, but but because I just got up and walked away, I'm still doing my everything thing rather than be like, dang, I sat up, sat down, I broke the chair, I'm probably in pain. Maybe I should get checked. Maybe yeah. I got need to really deep think and what's going on. Um, that's one scenario. One more other scenario is like you go to the gym for the first time, you work out. Um you know, if you work out this long, eventually you know the fact that you're going to get sore. You yeah. know. Um, so do you uh do you think about that uh, or do you just like be like all right um i work out in the gym i'm just gonna go home i'm not gonna treat myself to feel feed my soreness knowing that it's coming mm-hmm. so i could be stronger you know just little things yeah. of prepping your mind on how you could take advantage of that bite to to be more prepared so when that when you're a hundred percent there with all that fuel and poison you could really exhalate and expedite the process of you being that person even faster Mm, um so i think miles could have been his spider-man a lot sooner if he understood what was going on and really accepted bites and all that stuff so i don't know if that makes sense but yeah it, it definitely makes sense i feel like there's multiple things in what you were saying like one thing when you were saying that I thought that was awesome was that kind of he get he gets bitten and all of a sudden because he hasn't processed what's just happened um obviously it took him a while to realize well there was probably something different about this spider or whatever but for example you mentioned what if something in our lives bites us and we don't process it I feel like we don't realize how what kind of effect on the world we have because we haven't processed something that either we've been through or we've gone through or something that happened to us. And what begins to happen is what happened to Miles. It's like, yo, all this chaos, you interact with somebody. Remember the hair thing that yeah. she t- he touches her? It's like, yo, all your life start getting messed up because you haven't processed 
yo, where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? So I remember times where I'll be in a situation. I don't understand why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Why do I feel scared right now? I'm just chilling with my family, but I feel scared. And I, I started to notice like, okay, let me trace back. Where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm worried about this client that I didn't finish something for. I got to do something about this. And so... I realize, based off what you said, that we can surface responses and reactions to people without realizing where it's coming from. Like, I'm actually having an effect on other people around me because I didn't process, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel fear? Why do I feel worry? Why do I feel anger? Why do I feel jealousy? And I think we end up like Miles when he was all over the place, ended up out on the roof and all that because um, he couldn't figure out why is he sticking on the wall? Why is he sticking on people? I feel like chaos starts happening yeah. when you don't allow yourself to to give yourself time for introspection to see, yo, why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? And, and what where did it come from? I think you are better to know, okay, this is what this means. And you end up doing what Miles did, go back to where it started. Go back to the underneath in the depth of the subway and figure out, okay, what happened here? And I think that's important for us to be able to move further in life. And after processing everything, um, it comes to pass of what the clerk said to him at the register. He said it'll eventually fix. Ah, yeah. What it is with these situations that we see that may be negative or that we may not choose to allow us to you know move forward but um if we accept it and even in the midst of us feeling like we're in chaos uh that situation that circumstance that we we're in it'll eventually fit yeah the journey and the progress of i like that you said that because one thing i thought about that was dope okay so M miles he gets bit weird things are happening N not what he's used to He's all these things are going on. He ends up running away from the security guard into the security guard's office, sticking to the walls. He can't figure it out. He ends up outside the window onto the building and everybody pretty much is seeing, seeing him act a little funny. And so for me to others, it kind of seemed like, okay, when we think about origin stories for all these superheroes, they all had that problem of, Figuring out, well, what the heck is this? I remember even Superman, Man of Steel, they did a dope example of him not being able to control his powers. It's like, I'm here, you know, I'm I'm hearing all these sounds or my eyes are lighting up or the super strength. Um with Miles, it's like, yo, I'm I'm sweating, I'm, I'm sticking on the walls. Each like hero had to go through this process of listen, you have to discover what's inside of you and although it looks like chaos to uh, most people imagine you would just to not stop yourself figure out how to not look chaotic if that makes sense yeah, like makes yeah, sense. let me figure out how to look normal miles will never find out what's in what's in him so even though you may look different or you may be weird to other people. You're not weird to the people who are in the same situation who get it. Like Spider-Gwen, when she saw him on the roof, we didn't know that's who she was at first. Although at least I didn't. She saw him in that chaotic moment on the roof, on the, the building, sticking on the wall. And all she said was like, huh. 
because she gets it. She's mm-hmm. like, no, I, I get it. I went through that process. I had to figure out what's inside of me. And I want those people around me because he ended up having those people around him to be able to better his skills. And I, I love that because either you're going to have the people around you who think you're weird. And why would you want to be like them when you have something inside of you that is so different from others that you're discovering? And although, yes, it looks chaotic, but that's the process that a superhero needs to go through in order to find out what's inside, inside of them. So back to doing things in your life, it's okay for it to be chaotic. It's okay. It's through the process. Being a new parent, it's chaotic. Like, it's the process. And then you look back and say, like, oh, okay, it had to happen that way. So I get concerned with myself and with other people when you try to avoid the chaos Mm -hmm. because you want to feel comfortable and you don't want anybody to look at you like yo this is weird like you're at you're you're different you're weird and i think we need to embrace the chaos because that's what's needed for the origin story if you enjoyed the great content from this episode share this with somebody who could use it we are dropping these weekly so don't forget to subscribe to this podcast we would greatly appreciate it and thank you for joining us on the decrypted films podcast. Catch you on the next one.